was good gems it's been a little minute um i want to talk about a few things one of the things i want to talk about is love languages and how important important it is to learn your partner's love language because a lot of times we love in our own and not our partners and i hear a lot of people talk about things that they did for their significant other that they're no longer with and it's like I understand that, but if you did all these things and it was not their love language, that's why it went, you know, unseen and unheard and unfelt and all that stuff. It's because we don't love our partners in their love language. We love them in ours. So it's very important to know what theirs is and not only what their love language is, what their, um, how do I put this? Because for every love language we have, there is the polar opposite, which would be what we didn't receive as a child. And that's why we have that love language. You know, so for someone who has physical touch as a love language, they weren't shown affection as a child. Someone who likes quality time didn't spend enough time with their parents. You know, it's stuff like that. And that's something that we really have to take into consideration, but we don't. Like... My abandonment issues are the reasons why I don't let nobody in. I'm okay with being alone because I've always felt that way. But my love language is quality time. Because I always feel that time has been neglected. But you see what I'm saying? You have to find the polarities to them. To speak their language. Because... If their love tank is full, how do you expect them to love you? How do you want them to love you when they don't know how? You know, like, a lot of people live on survival, love on survival. Many people are living on autopilot because of some trauma, you know? And if it wasn't trauma, it's just because they're existing and don't know how to fucking live. And that is a lot of us. A lot of us exist and don't know what living is really like. And then you have social media. Who makes you feel like you're not doing enough. Or like you have to be this certain way. Society standards are not the truth that you need to live up to. The only truth that you need to live up to is your own truth, whatever that may be. You know, a lot of times we find things to fill in these voids, the hurt that we feel, whether it be drinking, smoking, whatever it is, exercising and all that stuff. And I'm not saying exercising is bad. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying movement is very good for the body when you're in distress and sad and stuff. Move the emotions because that's exactly what they are. It's energy in motion. But what I mean by that is at some point in time, when do you stop distracting your mind from what you're feeling? And when do you sit and actually feel? When do you choose to feel it? You know, because that's what's important. It's processing the emotion because the calcification is in that moment. It's the moment that you become softened 
so you can become hardened again. Water melts and becomes ice if it's frozen. You heat it up and it melts again. You know, it can constantly change its form and be in anything. A good book to read is Be Like Water, My Friend by Shannon Lee. It's a really good fucking book. Because something that I don't know how to be is more flexible. And I don't mean physically flexible. It means enduring the change of life because life is constantly evolving. Where you were yesterday is not where you would be today because at some point in time, your mentality changed. Some perception was changed. You know what I mean? But I... Since my last podcast episode, like I said, have been cracked wide open. And in doing so, I have been more vulnerable with myself and really fucking analyzing the situation that I put myself in. And I say situation because it's a situation within myself that I'm grieving and learning from. Which also has to do with my love language and my abused language. And I say abuse language because we pick up habits and things that are self-sabotaging, ways of thinking because of a past relationship that failed us. But just because you've been through that mental abuse does not mean that your thoughts are true. And I really appreciate any of you guys who listen to me ramble and talk my bullshit. Even though it's not bullshit, because if it was, we're growing psilocybins. Because everybody's getting trippy. No. I just think that when you're experiencing some kind of hurt, it is good to do the the deep diving within yourself to realize why you feel how you feel. And what triggers caused it what attachments you have, what detachments you need to make. You know what I mean? Like over analyzing self-sabotaging thoughts, like just everything as a whole, which is why when I go through something, it hurts more because I don't only grieve the process. In the process, I am self-aware and analyzing every aspect of it from outside the box the eagle in the sky, that is I. In my second book, there's a poem that's called Fly. It's an acronym for fear leaves you. And it comes out May 21st, should be, that's my birthday. It's gonna be my 32nd birthday gift to myself. Because if nobody gives them, gives you flowers, you got to do it, right? You got to love yourself. Every time you look in the mirror, make sure you tell yourself that you're more than enough and that you're possible because the impossible doesn't start without I am. The abbreviation, though. Anyways. It's been like eight minutes of me talking shit. I feel like that's long enough. Take what you can. Plant a seed in somebody, be a human gardener, and have a good fucking Wednesday.